This is Chad Brashears, and you're listening to Never In My Wildest Dreams podcast. This podcast is creating a behind-the-scenes look with athletic coaches, mental coaches, and life coaches as we try to give you new ways, thoughts, and ideas to better your life. My goal is for you to discover what's possible in your own life. Whether you wish to create an amazing career or you're looking to solve specific issues within your life, these episodes will give you the tools you need to take your life to the next level. Now allow yourself a break from everyday chaos and let us step into your world and help you become a better version of yourself each day. Never in my wildest dreams podcast begins in three, two, one. Hey everyone, this is Chad and welcome back to Never in My Wildest Dreams podcast where it's all about real people who have had real problems and real coaching helping you achieve your best life. Today is President's Day. And I thought that this topic might be the best discussed on a day where these individuals who we honor have probably had the most adverse situations to get to where they're at in life. Today we're going to talk about adversity. We're going to talk about how so many of us struggle with adversity and how we plan on getting over it. Let's spend some time together talking about our struggles, talking about the hard stuff talking about all the things that get in our way from us having our best lives. Let's talk about the three secrets to overcoming adversity and how this completely changed my life. I'm going to give you a little inside information on some of the pitfalls that I suffered through. And now as I can take a step back and understand the secrets that I'm going to give you, how this actually benefited my life through the adversity that I went through. So I do know that actually most of you have been dealing with some form of chaos, uncertainty, worries, challenging family situations, challenging job situations. Let's speak on those and other different things, but I want to make sure that you understand that dealing with adversity is something of maybe, let's call it an inside job. It's something we have to internally deal with on a regular basis. Even though I'm not a life coach yet, That is a goal of mine, and I do plan on fulfilling that goal, but I want it to be my future because my passion is being a dream fulfiller for others, allowing people to have extraordinary lives. And right now, I am on a mission in my life to help other people understand what is possible in this lifetime because I believe that so many of us have been taught that what's possible in our lifetime is so much smaller than what it actually is. And we get trained throughout our lives, especially going through like school, growing up, the way we're brought up, that type, to avoid adversity at all costs. And it makes sense because that's the way our primitive brain initially was programmed, was straight for survival. And if you think about it, if you're in survival mode, if you're in the mode of trying to survive and stay alive, and that's the number one focus on your mind, the decision to avoid adversity the decision to hide from it, escape from it, is actually a really good one. This might keep you alive better than if you actually seek out to go after what's possibly able to harm you. But because we have evolved into a much safer world, a much safer experience, and now we have a prefrontal cortex that can help us create adversity when there is none, and we end up avoiding living our own lives to avoid adversity. But by doing this, we are not able to change what really can happen for the positive in our life. I started off changing it for myself. I started off learning how to deal with the adversity in my own life and turning that into something that has served me and created the best life possible for me. 
and because I learned these tools in the therapy that I've been through have allowed me to build what I consider an extraordinary life. And the only reason that it is this way is because of the viewpoint and the attitude that I'm taking to make my life the best life every single day. Trust me, I'm known to be raw and a transparent human being. At one point I was not, but now I'm a very raw and transparent person. And for this, I get a lot of criticism because people cannot handle me in the way that I'm completely raw and just tell them exactly either how it is or the truth about their mistakes that really concerns them, but they don't want it brought to the forefront. Today, most people can only handle the really good stuff, the unrealistic truth of stuff. And I say this because as a former coach, you only wanted to be here about a D1 player. I'm only going D1. I'm only a scholarly athlete. I'm only going to be able to give you an A in this class. Even if you don't do A work, well, I still got to get an A. I got to get into this college. The reality is not everybody's a Division I athlete. Not everybody gets A's. Not everybody gets to go to the college of their dream or their choice. That's the realism of the world today. And a lot of kids can't handle that truth because we have way too many adults who aren't willing to be adults and give them that truth. One of my most favorite phrases that I use all the time, and I used it when I coach, and I use it now, I just have to reword it a little different, but I'm gonna give you exactly how I'd say it if I was in a locker room or in a huddle right now. I'm not Willy Wonka. I'm not gonna sugarcoat shit. I'm gonna give you the absolute truth to get you to become the best person you can be. That is the tools that I bring to the table. I'm an ordinary person. I do extraordinary things motivating others because I can give them the facts and the truth. Do they want to hear it? Absolutely not. Does it benefit them in the future? Absolutely it does. Because somewhere, someday, they're going to have to sit in front of a boss and get read the riot act or get told you're not cutting the mustard. I coached basketball for over 18 seasons, seven years at the college level. Those dudes text me on a regular basis. Coach, I got a new job. Coach, I just bought a house. Coach, I got a kid on the way. I'm getting married. Coach, you were right. The real world sucks. It's not easy. It's a grind. And that's okay. That's adversity. And we sugarcoat the shit out of adversity right now because we don't want to handle the truth of having to learn how to grind through it. When we get back right after this, I'm going to break some things down for you, give you some tools that I think are going to be best served for you to overcome adversity. We will be back right after this. Never in my wildest dreams podcast begins in three, two, one. Welcome back to Never in My Wildest Dream podcast. Let's start talking about the secrets to overcoming adversity. And the first one I'd like to bring up is you need to plan on it. No, this is not a negative attitude. This is a game plan and how to be better because you know what adversity possibly looks like or could look like in whatever you're getting ready to go through, whether it be a project for work or a tryout for a basketball team or a sports team or maybe even a dance position for a recital. You have to know every possible outcome that could come from it is that looking at it negatively and saying, I'm only looking for the bad? No. What it's doing is it's preparing you to make sure it never gets to that point 
and you're only ever going to be in your best form possible. Let's think about this. When you go to the gym to work out or you go for a run outside, you're trying to get up and work, right? Trying to become a better version of yourself. What are you doing to your body? You're putting it through adversity, pushing weight that you're not used to, running that you're not used to, growing your lungs to be able to run further, the legs and your muscles to run further. You're growing and tearing your muscles to be able to push more weight the next time you get under a bar to squat or bench. Is it comfortable? Absolutely not. It's extremely uncomfortable. Hell, think about it. The pain you go through, the way your body feels the next day, the joints as you get older feel a certain way. But what you're doing is creating a positive for your body. It's really the truth. The truth is that we want to become a better version of ourselves, but we have to go through some shit to get it. And there's nothing wrong with that. I look to live by a theory of 50-50. The world to me is 50-50. And its purpose is 50-50. 50% happy, 50% unhappy. 50% positive, 50% negative. 50% good or bad. Easy or hard. However you want to look at it. And however you want to digest it. But there is no happy without an unhappy. There is always the balance of the polar opposites, the contrast. I believe as humans, we came to this planet to experience contrast on purpose. But instead of us approaching our lives that way, instead of us coming to the world saying, okay, I'm ready for my adversity. I'm ready for my curriculum where the weights, what I'm supposed to lift. Instead, we do the exact opposite. We idolize things on our mind and notice that our current life is in comparison different to others. And we create an adverse situation between our ears. We have parents that tell us how we should behave from our birth, through our childhood, young years, teenage years, through to adults. We have school systems that do the exact same thing. And we all have had trauma in our life that really should never have existed. And we all have challenges in school, reading, math, life, parents, divorce, siblings, friends, and shit that's just gone terribly wrong. But we have this idea how it should have been and we compare our current situation to what it could have been instead of what it is, because there's no such thing as a perfect life, even though our mind tells us everybody other than me is living with a perfect life. And as humans, we want to be challenged. But do we really? Do we really want to be challenged? Or do we want to have the current life that you have right now with no adversity, no change? Live your current life with a certain set of skills, your set abilities and accomplishments to be exactly where you are now without having to go through anything to get to that point. Now think about this. Your capacity is so much bigger than your current ability. Your capabilities, you don't even know what your capabilities are yet. How many things can I really do? How much bigger could I truly get? How successful can I truly be? How much more loving, kind, 
patient, fun can I be? You don't even know because you've never ever truly pushed the edges of the capacity or your capability. So the question then becomes, why haven't you? Why haven't you pushed those boundaries? Why aren't you out there trying to see if you could love more, win more, connect more, make more money? The reason is most of us are avoiding adversity and not wanting to truly challenge ourselves. All day long as a teacher, I hear afraid to show up, afraid of triggers, afraid of haters, afraid of being canceled, judged, not good enough, not worthy enough. All these phrases you hear all the time in your world too, just like I do. And so what do we do? We never put ourselves out there to stretch our capacity of who we could be compared to who we are. We don't want to face that planned adversity that's looking us right in the eyes. So what we do is we don't lift the heaviest weights in the gym. Hell, some of us don't even walk into the gym. We say it's impossible, not enough time. Don't want to put through myself through that pain anymore. But what I've realized as I've stepped back at 40, where every single day I work my tail off in the gym to the point that my knees started to hurt again because I'm old. I'll be completely honest with you. It's just because I'm old and unused. But as I take a step back and look at the reality of this 50-50, as we call it, the perfect balance of good and bad in your life, the negativity, the positivity, the only person that's capable of changing that is the man in the mirror. That person you look at after you brush your teeth every single morning is the only one that's going to be able to change your outlook and the way you look at life. So the first secret of overcoming adversity is understanding what is always going to be there, what's never going away, and try to find a very positive purpose on how to attack that. So here's the question. What do you want your adversity to be personally? What does it mean and how you deal with challenges? What kind of person do you want to be when adversity comes along? And what person do you want to be when something challenges you? Have you ever thought about any of this? You know, are you the kind of person that ducks away from it, doesn't want to look it right in the eye? Because that is going to be the person that you need to be. You're going to want to have to stare adversity square in the eye. Stand toe-to-toe, as Rocky Balboa said, and then maybe wink at adversity so that you can now challenge it and take back your life. And I don't want you to think that I have all the answers because I definitely don't. I have not handled things well in my life, Um, made poor decisions, poor judgments, gotten myself into a lot of situations that I probably did not need to be in, nor should I have been in. But because of that, and the adversity that I had to get myself back on my feet, I feel as though I now have tools that I can help others who are struggling to get out of. That's the real reason for me starting this podcast. I started immediately thinking about how can I help others? How can I be a dream fulfiller where I can help others? Maybe maybe they go through what I went through because you always hear people say, I don't want you to go through what I went through. Eh, that's shit. It is. I don't want you to have to feel the same pain I did. That shit. That pain and what you went through made you who you are today. 
I firmly, firmly believe that. So when you tell somebody you don't want them to go through what you went through because you want their life to be better, you're telling them they don't deserve adversity because it's not going to make them a better person. I firmly believe that people need to go through trials and tribulations and the fire to become the person that they're absolutely meant to be. I believe what you're going through right now at this exact moment in your life is what God intended on you to go through in order to truly become the person you're actually meant to be, not in just his eyes, but in your life. And people don't want that. They want it, the silver platter handed to you. Here's a million dollars. You didn't earn it, but go live the comfortable life. The word that I keep coming back to mentally is balance. People don't want to understand that there is balance in life and balance in when things happen. You know, there is birth, there is death. There will be health and there will be sickness. You can be guaranteed that this is going to happen, the guarantees of life. But what you decide to do and how you handle that part of your life in between the beginning and end point is going to be how you handle adversity and how successful you become. Unfortunately, success is measured by only a certain things in life. You know, usually it's the salary that you make, the car that you drive, the house you live in, the bank account that you have. Objects is how most people think you're measured. I texted Sonia last night a picture that I saw on Pinterest. I screenshot it and sent it to her, and it, it kind of hits home with a lot of this stuff that we're talking about today. You're not rich until you have something money can't buy. I believe that. That to me is success. That's a success when you have something that money cannot buy. The second secret that I want to talk about with adversity is turning it into an asset in your life. Most of us look at adversity as a liability. So if you think about a profit and loss sheet for those who have been in business, studied business, the profit and loss sheet or the balance sheet comes along where you look at how successful you really are with your assets and your liabilities in value. What the things cost me in money and the debt that I owe. As I look at this in life, a liability, sickness and pain, misfortune, everything is going to maybe cost me something, right? What if we have to take that opportunity to create an asset and stop being afraid of life. Let's look back at the analogy of being in the weight room. If I push this weight long enough or hard enough, I will then gain muscle, an asset to my body, and it will serve me to be stronger. And if I'm willing to go through adversity and think about it as, let's say the physical soreness you get from the gym, Think about the psychological soreness you get from facing emotional adversity. It's just part of the process. It's part of the process of getting stronger. I love this term, psychological soreness, as we develop the ability to turn our adverse situations into assets and being willing to experience the emotion through the process. Now, this is important when you start thinking about developing yourself and your life and the negative part of your life as an asset. How do you do that? One of the best ways that I know how to talk about this 
is to truly break it down into feeling. Now, I'm not talking about like drama feeling or victim feeling or dramatic feeling. I'm talking about getting skillful at the processing of emotion. And here's why. If you can process any negative emotion willingly, you will stop being afraid of emotion. An emotion, a negative emotion, is the only thing we're trying to avoid. And when we hide from adversity, you are hiding from this emotion. And this emotion allows you to feel pain, which in turn allows you to become stronger so that you can get through the adverse situation that you're currently facing. You never want to hide from it. You never want to avoid this because of the fear of that pain. But if you're willing to put your emotional life out there and process this emotion all the way through, you're not going to be afraid of any emotions anymore because you will be strong enough to handle everything. Now, why am I saying this? Because I personally feel as though I'm confident enough through all the stuff that I've been through in my life. And some of it has been public. Some of it has not been public, but everything I've battled through to get to the man that I am today, I know if you're willing to straight look emotion in the eyes, you will be a better person because of it. And to me, the third secret is pretty simple. Being judged, facing failures, loss, are all terrible experiences and feelings. But if you're willing to embrace these, and this emotion that we've been talking about, you will become a lot stronger. So ask yourself these questions. How can I use this to be stronger? How can I use this to become smarter? Here are the reasons why you become smarter when you face adversity and embrace it. Not just face it, but completely embrace it. You have to think of this in a total new way. You have to get to a point where you are creatively problem solving in a way that you have new experiences because you're facing adverse situations, you develop skills that start to stack on each other. How to deal with the grief or the humiliation or the anger or the shame. Stack those when you start talking about adversity and those now become the assets. Not only do you access these, but maybe you create new ones as well. And if you can build yourself up and build your life up and your tenacity and resilience up by facing adversity and embracing it in a way that you become stronger, ask yourself this question, how much stronger will I be once I get through this? And to me, if you're able to get through any type of life adversity and better yourself, it's going to be the difference between true happiness and comfortability in your own skin are living in the shell of the human that you are not supposed to be. You know, I do a lot of reading and I'm going to leave you with two things today that I want to talk about before we hop out of here. And next week I'll hit on a whole nother topic of podcast, but adversity is a big one for me right now because it's actually what I'm teaching my kids in health class. And, you know, I don't try to get too biblical in here, but I do feel as though these two things that I'm going to talk about are extremely important. The first one is, and this might be one of the best lines I've ever heard, and, and I'm sure you guys have heard this as well. Sometimes when you're in a dark place, adversity, 
and you think you've been buried, you've actually been planted. And it's time for you to grow and become the person that you're supposed to be. And I heard a priest talk one time, and I thought this was pretty interesting because as he spoke about this, it kind of hit home as I was thinking about what I could talk to you about on my podcast because it gets you to think a little bit deeper. He said he asked God for strength, and God gave him difficulties to make him strong. He asked God for wisdom, and God gave him problems to solve. He asked God for courage, and God gave him dangers to overcome. And he asked God for love, and God gave him troubled people to help. The only issue is that when we ask these prayers, sometimes we're not in the right frame of mind or a clear frame of mind to see that maybe our questions and our prayers have actually been answered and we don't even know it yet. And I'm going to leave you with this. You are strong enough to handle any adversity that's absolutely thrown your way. And if you ever get to the point where you don't feel as though you're strong enough, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to find that person in your life who is going to help you and who cares about you and loves you no matter what. And I'm telling you, if you have that person, you're blessed. If you don't have that person, they're out there. I now have that person that I can lean on no matter what. Any time of day, I know she's there for me and she has changed my life and my outlook on all of this. And actually, it's courageous to ask for help. And if you do that, you'll be surprised at the person you actually can become. This is Never In My Wildest Dreams podcast, and I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks.